Hello friends, once again welcome to another beautiful, wonderful live broadcast of the Porter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips and Kintola. Wanna especially welcome you to another beautiful day. This is the glorious day our Father has made. He's given us the opportunity and the privilege to be part of. And I want to celebrate this glorious day with you. Father, we come before you once again this morning in appreciation, in thanksgiving. For all that you have done, for all that you have been to us in reflecting your glory and your presence and honor to us. Thank you, Lord, this morning that once again you found it worthy to invite us, to call us. You found it, Lord, glorious in your heart to call us to be part of those that will be part of your speakings in the earth today for indeed we are all a reflection of your voice birthing and bringing forth your intentions and desire to a generation that is desperate in need of you we thank you father this morning now father we find grace that we find grace before you this morning that we are counted among the living to express your living word your living hope to show forth faith even in the midst of fear and declare honor and glory in the midst, O oh God, of discouragement. Father, we thank you. Now, once again, your spirit will lead us further. That as you bring us into newness in that which your spirit is reflecting and pointing at, that we will carry these words, O oh God, and manifest them as living words. Father, your word declares that the world wants to read us. The word I'm searching for, a living epistle. Father, help us this morning once again to reflect the realities of your word, the, the living realities of your word, to bring forth, to birth your intentions this morning. Lord, as I pray for myself, I pray for all that will be hearing and listening and watching this morning. May we journey with you, Spirit of God. May we come to the place of newness. May we come to the place of of our of awakening may we come to the place of truth and realization that indeed these are days of the unveilings of your counsel that your kingdom is coming and is becoming even more visible to every aspect of our life we thank you lord this morning once again i pray in the name of jesus for the spirit of truth for the spirit of revelation to fall upon me i thank you for the grace to hear and receive oh god that this house may be built in accordance to your desire and your intention for this brand new day father we thank you that wisdom is still building a house we are the house that you're building holy spirit we yield to you let there be oh god this morning yes a construction of every area of our life that is not in alignment let there be oh god yes a renovation let there be a realignment oh father we surrender to your dealings. We surrender to your process. We surrender to your desire. We surrender, oh God, to your voice. We say, as it is in heaven, let it be done this morning in us and through us, oh Father. We look up to you, oh God, this morning, the author and the finisher of our faith. We press our hearts into your heartbeat this morning and we declare that we want to hear what your spirit is saying to your church and to the nations. Speak to us, oh God. Help us to pray this morning. Help us, O oh God, to journey further in the place of communion, 
in the place of communication, in the place of divine contact, in the place of divine interaction. We call it prayer. But there's so much to that word, oh God, that we are yet to discover and that we're discovering in our day. So we thank you, Lord. As we find prayer through the life of Noah, as we find prayer through the life of Enoch, as we find prayer through the life of Enos, Father, we pray this morning that these realities will be embellished within every aspect of our being. That we will not just go through some motion of some tradition and, and, and religious devotion, but our life indeed will become devoted to you completely. That as Enoch walked with you 365 years on earth, and he was not, O oh God, that is what we're praying for, that we want to walk with you in this life called prayer until we are consumed, O oh God, by immortality. That is our desire this morning. That we will walk with you until we build your very intention. That in the days of judgment, we will be floating, O oh God, to that Ararat mountain. We pray this morning that as we walk with you, as Peter, James, and John walk with you, Father, that we will come to that mountain of divine transfiguration. I pray this morning that our prayer will not be du a duty, but our prayer will be indeed a walk, a journey with you. A place where we can meet with you. A place where we can know you better. Yes. For that is what Paul said. He said that I may know him better. Father, our desires to know you better. So help us this morning. Grant us once again the grace of called ones. The grace of those that you have summoned to journey. Help us to live, oh God, these elementary dimensions of life. Help us to see beyond the limitations of the minds of men. Help us to come into the flow of the rivers of your spirit. You said to me this morning, each of us redeemed, born, transformed, are like a river poured out. Father, this morning, we want our life, yes, to flow. To flow in the order and in the direction of your internal intention. Let our life flow out there, O oh God, and heal somebody. Use us, O oh God. May your spirit in us this morning bring life, bring joy, bring hope, bring strength, bring tranquility, bring faith, oh God, to somebody who's lost faith. We thank you this morning that we will go forth, we will manifest, we will reflect your, your desire and your divine intention. That we will not be, yes, left behind, that we will not be captured by elements, oh God, that you call limitations, that you call temporal. Help us to see the eternal. Help us to focus on the eternal, the eternal, the eternal. You said the things that we see, yes, they are subject to change. But there are dimensions that we cannot see with our physical eyes, oh God, that are eternal. We want to invest in the eternal things. We want to connect with the eternal things. We want to know the eternal things. We want to know the ways of your spirit. We want to know, yes, the life in your spirit. We want to know, yes, the technologies of your spirit. We want to walk, oh God, in that first dimension and life, oh God, that you breathed in us when you say, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. Father, this morning, we receive, oh God, that blueprint, that reality, that life, oh God, of who we are in the beginning, before Adam ever fell, oh God. We receive this morning that capacity to continue, Lord, to, to, to discover in the name of Jesus our true eternal identity so we can indeed represent and reflect your eternal intentions in the earth. We bless your name, Spirit of God. Continue to breathe on us. You are still forming yourself in us. 
Paul said, for you are my children whom again I travel. We come as children again this morning. We come, Lord, yes, not with rigid mindset. We come as children, oh God. Children are easily manipulated. They are easily uh, 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 deceived if you will they are easily they are easily changed you can easily manipulate children because they come the way they are and that's the way you want us to come when we approach your, your, your thing you say we must come like a child so we can enter father every every sense of rigidness every sense of fixative mindset attitude religious spirit we lay them behind we come this morning in humility we humble ourselves we ask you this morning yes lord even as the potter take the, the clay oh god and, and shapes it into his own image in his own idea and desire into that imagination that he has in his mind father we pray may our life reflect what you imagine may our life this morning reflect that which yes you have desired in your heart oh god may we not struggle with you our great portal we surrender lord we are the clay you are the potter shape and mold us oh god into the image that you have eternally designed for us we want to become that prophetic reality we want to become that prophetic yes reality of your of your desire it's our desire this morning oh god to be what you have made us to be so we pray this morning break us oh god from every wrong idea from every wrong image oh god every wrong mindset every wrong order every wrong mentality oh god that we have allowed ourselves and the world system even our family to build in us that does not reflect what you desire for us break oh god as the potter will break yes the pot and reshape it and remold it father we pray this morning that you will continue to break us until we have until we until we reflect that perfect image that perfect identity that you have in your mind yes father may our life this morning once again be gathered into yes the pot the, 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 the potter's house oh god may our mind soul and body come lord yes and be reformed and be reshaped and be restored so that we can become that worthy vessel you said in a great house yes there are vessels yes there's yet there is one verse you said unto honor meet for the master's use that is our desire this morning that we just not become another another human another christian out there just living in a religious form no our desire is to be that worthy vessel that vessel that you have ordained and made that vessel that you have shaped that vessel that you have designed for your use so father we thank you this morning once again, break the bread of your word, O oh God. Open our eyes to sin. Give us the desire to embrace this newness, O oh God. We thank you this morning. We honor you because we know, Father, we will not remain the way we are. We will not remain the same. No, we will be changed. We will be changed as long as we continue to look into that perfect law of liberty. We will be changed. We will be transformed, O oh God. We thank you this morning that you will change us. You will illuminate us. You will redeem us, O oh God, from the flesh. You will bring us out oh god yes from death we will be resurrected and we will ascend to the place of your glory and honor for that is the place you are calling us into a place where we can reign and rule with you yes father we thank you this morning that we will once again take our journey to that mountain to that place oh god father we thank you that we know that in you there are no elevations mm -mm. there are no lifts we've got to climb we've got to climb and daily you're calling us to climb and you are you are strengthening us you are resourcing us how 
Father, you are enabling us to climb. Yes, Father, you were say, let the weak say, I am strong. <laughs> Father, we thank you this morning that we are strong. You've given us the strength, yes, of the ancient ones. As, as Enoch, our great, 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 great father, walk with you. Father, we, we, we partake of the technology of Enoch this morning to walk with you until, Father, men can no longer find our footprint here on earth again. Until, yes, mortality is swallowed up. In immortality is our inheritance. All is in Christ. Yes, Father, as, as, in, as, as, as Noah built, oh God, a dimension of life on earth oh god that nothing of his day yes father could could distract or sidetrack him from what you call him to build father we pray in the name of jesus this morning that you will give us an undivided attention to build oh god to build a life to build a system to build a home a family a business in the earth oh god that reflects the ark that reflects oh god the ark the place that you can lead us through father to that place until we come to that place to that mountain called ararat we thank you god that that which that which that which sinks the world oh god is what will lead us will carry us to the place oh god of your divine intention we follow as long as we continue to hear and follow your voice we know that it shall be well with us therefore we are not moved oh god we are not shaken oh god we are not limited we are not bound oh god in the name of jesus to the lies of this world to the flesh we are not bound oh god to the to the suke to the minds of men we are not bound to the system of this world thank you that your spirit oh god is leading us and we will continue to hear for those who hear your voice you said those who hear and obey are the sons of god thank you for the spirit of sonship this morning that is enabling us empowering us yes motivating us oh god we thank you we thank you why we look not to the things that we see why we look not to the things we see why we look not why we do not fix our eyes on the human on the human realm on the natural realm yet father our eyes on you our eyes are on you we look up to you yes father our hope is in you this morning our our help comes from you yes david said where does my help comes from my help comes from from the lord from the lord and so we look to you oh god not to men our hope is in you our hope is in you our strength is in you our our joy is in you our faith is in you this morning and therefore our eyes are on you are on you we are in this world but we are not of this world <laughs> we are not of this world we are not of this world. We are not captured yet. No, we cannot be captured because we track you. We trace you. You've, we've, we've, we've placed a tracker on you even as you have placed a tracker on us, Father. We thank you this morning that our heart will always beat and yearn and pant after you as the deer pants, oh God, for the water. So our soul this morning pants and yearn. Yesterday is gone. It's a brand new day. We have come to receive, yes, once again, life, strength, strength from you. Yes, we have come to drink of you. We have come to eat of you. We've come, Lord, with a large appetite. We've come, Lord, with a large appetite. We want to eat the bread of heaven. We want to eat. We want to partake. We, are, we, are, we, are, we, have, we have received the invitation to come, and we have come. We've left everything behind. No, there are no excuses in our life. You say, gather my friends, let them come. I have called them to my banqueting table. You said they were given all kinds of excuses. I've just married a wife. I've just bought myself a farm. I've just, no, Father, we have left behind. Peter said, we've left everything to follow you. To follow you. 
our eyes, our heart, our mind, our soul, our body are fixed on you this morning. You are the hope of the nations, not the government. You are the hope of the nation, not America. You are the hope of the nation. Not the government of South Africa, not the government of this world, no, not the UN, not the EU, not the AU, whatever they call themselves. Thank God for the institution. But you are the hope of the nations. Our eyes are on you. We look up to you this morning. The hill, the hill where our help comes from. There is a hill, friends, that our help comes from. <laughs> there is a hill where our help comes from. We need help. In dealing, in engaging with the issues of life, do we need help? In dealing with marital challenges, do we need help? Yes, in our business, in our career, do we need help in terms of our children? Do we need help? Yes, in the areas of our family, do we need help? Whatever it is in relationship, it comes. That help comes from somewhere, from God. It comes from a heel. It comes from a heel. That's why the Bible says those whose heart are set on a program. They have to go through the valley of Baca because there is a hill they want to connect to. There is a mountain they want to, at, they want to reach. It's called Zion that they may receive help, yes, and strength even in times of need. This morning, Father, we take our journey. We take our journey, oh God. As that Ethiopian Enoch took his journey, yes, yes, to Jerusalem. The place, the place of your presence. The place, yes, of authority. The place of your glory. The place of your word. Father, this morning, yes, we take our, we take our journey to the place called Jerusalem. There is a Jerusalem that is coming down. There is a city coming down from above. Not the one we travel to. That one is just, um, it's just a tourist attraction. But there's a Jerusalem coming. We want to meet him. We want to meet him. The Bible says we shall, we, shall, we shall meet him in the air. We shall be caught up with him. Yes. Come on, friends. It's time once again to believe the Father, to believe God for grace and strength. To connect with that Jerusalem, that city of God that is coming down. That is the hill where our help comes from. There is a city that we belong. There is a nation that we belong. There is a tribe that we belong. Come on. There is... The priesthood that we belong, that is not of this earth. The things of the earth have become obsolete. Our help comes from God. There is a kingdom coming down. Father, we thank you this morning. That we can hear the echoes of your spirit. That we can hear the sound of your spirit. That we can say yes to it. Many have been called, but few are chosen. Father, we declare this morning that we are part of the few that have heard that are responding. We are responding. We are responding to every heartbeat. We are responding to every sound. We are responding to every call. We are responding to every cry. We hear the cry of the Spirit. And we say yes. Maranatha. Come Lord. The Spirit and the Bride say come. Yes. The Bride has made herself ready. Lord we thank you this morning. Once again. That we make ourselves ready. We are a church without spot, without wrinkle, and without blemish in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning we thank you that you brought us to the mountain, to the hill. You said when you began to pray, you said your, your clothes became, became white. Became as white than any, any, any human detergent, hallelujah, can, can whiten. We thank you this morning. You brought us to the place of cleansing. You brought us to the place of sanctification. Jesus, you are our sanctifier. You are our righteousness. Indeed, you are our wisdom. In you, Father, we live. In your Son, we move. 
precious Holy Spirit, in you we have our being this morning. Lead us into all truth once again this morning. Keep us. Keep us. And allow us to continue to live in the pleasures of your glory. We thank you, Father, this morning. <clears throat> what an honor and a privilege to share life with you and to share life with one another. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We glorify you. We bless your name. The Lord is worthy of glory and praise. The Lord is our strength, is our shield, is our buckler. Yes, in him we put our hope this morning. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. Yes, Father, yes. That's what our heart says. Yes, our heart says yes. We say yes to your dealings. Yes to your process. We say yes to your ways. We say yes to that which may look painful but if it's coming from you we embrace it we embrace all that comes from you because your plans for us your purposes for us they are not evil there's no evil in you all that you take us through no matter how it may look and sound no matter how we may feel yes we know in the name of your son jesus christ that it's for our good so we embrace it oh god we will not allow our limited perspective and perception oh god to stop us, to hinder us, O oh God, from that which your spirit has called us to engage. So we thank you this morning. Continue to illuminate us. Continue to enlighten us. And that's why we're looking at this word of ascension. You're calling us into the place where we must ascend. Because the farther we ascend, the more our eyes can see these things. The more we ascend, the more we understand your ways. The more we ascend, the more we understand your life. The more we embrace your intentions. But when we, re when we remain in that first order, that first thing, we can't see beyond what we know. And therefore, we fight the things of the Spirit. We reject the things you are calling us into. Because we can't go through the pain. We can't go through the need. We can't go through the trial. And we allow the enemy to use need and use poverty and use weak mindset to limit us and keep us in that first order. In that outer court dimension. But we refuse. We say, though he slay us, we will, we will journey. We will continue. For we know in the name of Jesus, your word declares for the joy that was set before him. We see that joy this morning. And therefore, we can endure. Yes. Yes. The reason why people will go through this rigorous training and hard time is because there's a, there's a, there's a joy that is something they see. Yes, before them in the future, there is a trophy. <laughs> there's a trophy. They go through the pain because of the trophy. They go through the need because of the trophy. They go through, yes, the, the high waters. They go through that challenge because of something they see. We keep Jesus as a focus. As a focus. As a focus. Of all that we go through. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher. Of our faith. Father we thank you. It's such an honor. To be alive. To be alive. In the context of what you're doing in our day. To be alive knowing that we're in a day. Of victory. That we're not defeated. It's such a beautiful thing. To be alive in this new day. It's such, it's such a wonderful thing to know, oh God, that the devil does not have the day. <laughs> it's such a beautiful thing that at the end of the day, we, we have seen the script that the devil, the enemy does not win. Now, 
that you're coming for a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. That is the order. That is the end of the script. Father, we thank you. So whatever we, might, we have to go through to come to that order, Father, we embrace it, oh God. We embrace it. We embrace it. We must live the day of Jacob. We want to come into the day of Israel. We want to come into a day, yes, of a prince with God. But we know that we have to go through a place called Pandanaram. And we have to come to a place where the sun will set on us. So may the sun set on us this morning. May the sun set on us so we can no longer journey in our own strength. Yes, he said, until every, every fighting man in the tribe of Israel died. Your word did not come to lead the people to the promised land. He said, it's not going to be by might. It's not going to be by power. Thank God that we are called people. We are chosen people. Yes, but that is just <laughs> the first day reality. We have to embrace the process, yes, of becoming what we have been chosen to be in destiny. Father, I thank you this morning that we will not live our life in some idealistic spiritual uh, uh, theology of who we are. We embrace the process of becoming what we are. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Our minds will not limit us. Men will not limit us. Pain will not limit us. Contradictions will not limit us. Challenges will not limit us. Our feelings will not limit us. Fear will not limit us. Doubt will not limit us. Poverty will not limit us. History will not limit us. Identity will not limit us. This day, we embrace all that the Father has ordained for us. We say, come Lord Jesus, have your way. Take your place. Sit in this house. Sit, oh God, in this citadel. Let this temple become indeed the place of your habitation. Take your place. Preside and reside over every aspect of our DNA. Reside and preside over every aspect, oh God, of our atom. Reside and preside over every area of our cell. Reside and preside over every dimension of our nuclear nucleus. Every aspect of our being. Let your kingdom come. Rule. Take your place. Lead us. Guide us. That what we hear, that what we see, that what we smell, that every aspect, oh God, of our headship become the flow of the life of Christ. And therefore, we can begin to walk and touch things in accordance to your divine intention. Thank you, Father, this morning. We, we take, we take, we take the stone and we lay on it that you may perfect your walk. That as you walk in the life, O oh God, of Jacob, you will perfect your walk. We refuse to go on claiming that, yes, we are covenant people, we are chosen people. Yet our life is still reflecting Jacob. Yet our mind, our thoughts, O oh God, is still reflecting Jacob. Father, you chose Jacob, but you changed Jacob to become Israel. And it's from there that your prophetic intentions began to flow. It didn't begin, O oh God, from Jacob. But you, you began the process through Jacob. And so we thank you this morning that every, every dimension of the flesh, of the ways of this world that is still residue in us, every dimension, oh God, of carnality, yes. You said, you said the mind will not, be, will, not, will not ascend. You said the flesh will not ascend. You said, yes, flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom. Flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom. In other words, flesh and blood will not ascend. 
And so, Father, this morning, once again, we take the stone and we lay on it, O oh God. May the stone this morning crush, crush every, every idea, every lie, everything in us that says we will, we will win by, by trickery. <laughs> everything that says we will win by trickery. Everything that says we will win, yes, by, by, by robbing of our brother, by taking advantage of our brother. You, you are interested in how we win, not just, not just winning. You are interested in how we win. You are interested. The winning is in the way we win, not in the winning itself. Uh, the winning is in the way, in the manner, the method we use in winning. It's not the winning itself or else everybody will win. If it's that easy, everybody gets it. That's why it's easy today to start any kind of a church. It's easy to start any kind of a home. It's easy to start anything as long as you don't use the values and the principles of God. Yes. When you see them, they're planted today. The next day, they begin to bloom. They begin to blossom. And you wonder, but I've been, <laughs> I've been on this journey for such a long time and nothing is happening. Yes, because the method, the method differs. The method differs. You see, it's the method. <laughs> it is the method that makes the difference. Yes, he had to go the way. He had to go the way of the wilderness. He had to go the way of the cross. You see, there's a gospel out there today without the cross. There's a gospel out there, yes, without the cross. There's a gospel out there that shunned the cross, that says you don't need the cross. But anyone who must ascend must go via the cross. It's called, it's called crucifixion. Now you get arrested. You get crucified. You get crucified. You die. You die. You, you remain there in the grave. You buried, yes. Three days he was in the, he was buried, amen. Three days he was there, death. After, after, after he died, he rose three days. Yes, then he ascended. We can't shun, we can't shun this process, friends. If we want to come to the things of God, if we want to come to the higher life in God, we have to embrace the higher values of God. Everything about the kingdom are designed, amen, in, in value system. They are designed in order. Order. God is a God of order. Where you find disorderliness, where you find disorderliness, God is not there. God is a God of order. If you, if you read scripture, you will see that everything he did are done in divine order. God is a God, amen, of divine intelligence. It's a God of strategy. He knows that if he gives you certain things before certain things are established in your life, the same blessing is going to destroy you. So he allows you to learn certain things, to go through certain things, to understand certain things. Then he does certain things, you see. You see, you've got to build a strong foundation before you begin to lay bricks. Or else the house is going to collapse. One wind will bring it down. So embrace the day where God begins to influence and speak and point into certain things in your life that requires strength, that requires revamping, that requires you know, renovation, that requires clarity. Embrace it. Don't shun it. Don't, sh don't shy away from it. Don't push it aside. Don't, 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 don't ignore it. Embrace it because it's part of the process. God wants to build you as an edifice. But each edifice will start from a solid, well-built foundation. We bless you, Father. It's called prayer. This is how we pray. Prayer is a conversation with a, with a life that is beyond 
the religious values and the traditions of men. Prayer is not just about kneeling down. It's not just about lifting up your hands. It's about the connections of your heart. It's about the opening of every dimensions that reflects the values of God in your life. Yes. Yes. Only the pure in hearts will see God. So Father, we thank you. This is how we pray. This is how you've called us to pray. Prayer is a life that we, we, we discover in, in, the, in the history of them that have journeyed before us. When we look at Noah, we find prayer. When we look at Enoch, we find prayer. When we look at Enos, the Bible says from the days of Enos, men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. That there is prayer in the life of Methuselah. <laughs> yes. That there is a technology of prayer in the life yes, of Esther and Deborah and Ruth. And Naomi and Elizabeth and Abigail and all these people. There's something we connect to in them. There's something that their life is saying to us today about the ministry of prayer. It's called journey with God. That's prayer. It's journey with God. It's beyond communication. To say prayer is just communication is to lose the essence of the intimacy of, of, of one who is, who is on, a, on an adventure in the things of the spirit. Prayer is an adventure. Is, is, is coming into places, realms we, we, are, we don't know. Is discovering new things. That's why we don't get tired because we're discovering. You see, an adventurer doesn't, doesn't get tired of discovering. He goes, they call him, it's time to go to Kalahari. He's there from Kalahari. He goes to another desert, you know, somewhere. You know, he's discovering. You see, we have to have the desire to discover new things in God. When you start praying, you see, when you start praying, you start discovering new things, new realms, new ideas. Yes. They start dropping thoughts. They start giving you creativity. Yes. All these are captured. All the ministry, all the ascended ministry are captured in the place of journey with the, with the Father. It's called prayer. It's called prayer. This is how we pray. When you, pr when you pray, you get to know things. Things get clearer. You know, understanding comes to you. Yes, in prayer, the Lord speaks to me about people. I'm praying and, and I'm hearing sound, I'm hearing voices. Then I'm taken to places and I'm seeing things. And I'm asking the Lord, what are these? Then he's telling me, yes. It's in the place of prayer that the revelation is, 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 is revealed. It's the place of prayer, amen, that the mysteries, amen, become known. It's in the place of prayer. If you want to grow and develop in the things of the Spirit, be a woman, be a man of prayer. Not religious prayer. You've got to, first of all, ask the Lord to wipe your mind clean. You know, to format your mind. That's like, you know, the hard drive of a computer is formatted. They have to format everything so that the ideas of men that have defined prayer to you is removed. The philosophy, you know, the, that, that little tradition that we have, you, you know, we, all that. You, every day you pray, you discover newness. <laughs> you know, prayer is one dimension that you cannot actually tag and give it a definition. Because every day is new. <laughs> it's new. Because prayer is discovering who the Father is. And as you discover who the Father is, you get to discover your own self. You get to know other people. Yes, 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 yes. This is an ever-increasing ministry. No wonder the Bible says the present-day present ministry of Jesus is prayer. Yes, is at the right hand of the Father, ever liveth to make intercession for men. That is the...
present day ministry of Jesus. In his apostolic ministry, he's praying. In his prophetic ministry, he's praying. As the rabbi, as the chief rabbi, he is praying. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We honor you. Make us prayer. Don't just enable us to pray, but make us prayer. Turn our life, O oh God, to the instrument of prayer. That everything we see, we can see prayer in it. Prayer means that we do not, we do not lean on our own understanding. No, that in everything we acknowledge him that he guides our path. That he leads our path. That is prayer, friends. That is prayer. Prayer is that your spirit, amen, is daily being renewed and refined and washed, amen. That every time you come before him, there's a newness of you. There's a new discovery of the ways of God, of the mind of Christ, hallelujah, of the dealings of the spirit, yes. Therefore, you can come to pray without obedience, without humility, without submission. You pray, and as you pray, he shows you his word, yes. He, he, he brings his word to you and say, have you considered this word? Have you considered those things that I've said, you know, 2,000 years ago? Have you seen this thing? Yes, it's in the place of prayer that the word is broken. The bread of the word is broken. That's where the eyes of our understanding is enlightened, is illuminated. You see, prayer is not just a tool to get something. It's a tool to be transformed, to become. It's a tool to be transformed, to become. You see, we've reduced and abused prayer to, you know, a tool we use to get a, you know, get a, get us, get something, you know, get a wife, you know, get a, get a child, you know, get a son. Hallelujah. You, you, you get your ministry going. You get the business running. It's good, but that is not the essence of prayer. You see, every time Jesus prays, he prays to know. He prays to know. And as he knows, he becomes. He becomes. He becomes. May, may our understanding of prayer begins to change so that we can begin to change our world. Only those who have essence, understanding about the things of the Spirit are given the power to change their society. Father, we thank you. We give you glory this morning once again. We give you honor that we are privileged. We are privileged. We are privileged, oh God, this morning to hear these things. That our eyes can see these things. That our mind, oh God, can connect to these things, oh God. May we not stop praying. Because when we stop praying, it's like we stop breathing. We begin to die. Yes. Nobody can do without breath. At least for five minutes, you die. Nobody can do without oxygen. You die. Prayer is the oxygen of a believer. <laughs> prayer is the oxygen. It's through prayer that the presence of God comes. When you are not a person of prayer, you don't have the presence of God. Where, where will the presence of God come? How will the presence of God, amen, land? You know, when God comes, he wants to land on something. <laughs> when God comes, he wants to rest on something. When Jesus left, he left from a mountain. When he's coming back, he's going to land into a mountain, amen. He's going to land upon a mountain. Father, we thank you. Speak to us, O oh Father. Speak to us of the depth of your heart. Speak to us of the intentions of your life. Speak to us, O oh God. They call it the prophetic. But we understand that it's a communion in the things of the Spirit. That when we get to understand the heart of the Father, that everything that is secret in the heart of the Father, He reveals it to us because then He can trust us. He said, well, God, he said, will I do anything without revealing it to my friend? To my friend. So you can't even talk about the prophetic if you're not a friend of God. The prophetic is not about a gift. Now, it's about intimacy with the Father. It's about knowing the heart of the Father. It's about understanding His ways. And when, you see, when you win His heart, and He can trust you, He will trust you with certain things. He will trust you with some things. 
He will trust you with some things. And when you're faithful in the little he's trusted you with, it will give you more. You see, when I started God joining with God in the place of prayer, he starts speaking to me about people. You know, you pray for this person, you pray for that person. And then, you know, you start getting faithful in that little. Then he starts dropping things about community. Then from community, he starts speaking to you about, about nations. He starts speaking to you about your generation. He starts speaking to you about the church. Today, people think, you know, you just have the authority to speak about the church because you think you're so good and you so have, you so, you, you know, you, you have this authority and power to speak about the church. No, 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 no. It's a journey. It's a journey. No one step into this ministry. Amen. No one come into this reality except they have found you faithful. Yes. Faithfulness is a progression. When you're faithful in little, they say much shall be given to you. When you're faithful in one, they give you two. When you're faithful in two, they give you, they increase it. Yes. Yes. They increase it. So we have to understand that even in prayer, amen, we can increase, we can grow. Because prayer, amen, is the measure of our spiritual journey with God. I've said it before. Amen. Prayer is, is the measure of your, of, your, of, of your worth, of your values, of the things of the Spirit. If you want to know a person of the Spirit, amen, check his or her prayer life. A person who doesn't have amen, time for prayer is a person who, amen, has in fact reduced the values of the things of the Spirit. Is a person who has no understanding about the things of the Spirit. You know, when you, when you have no time for prayer, it means that you are depending on human strength, human wisdom. And that will fail us. Is failing. If you look at all that is happening today in our society. There's so many things that we want to address, and we want to, you know, we want to, we want to, you know, get an answer. We want to redress. But guess what? While I believe in, you know, in being out there and being outspoken, I believe in all that. But I, I tell you, I believe more. Amen. In what happened on my knees, I believe more because I've seen it. It's easy to gather people, but to maintain people and to keep them in line with that to which you want to bring forth is very difficult. So you rather, you rather stick to what works. It may take time, but it works. It works. It works, friends. Don't fight by your own strength. Don't depend on human effort. Don't eat from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat from, don't eat from it. That thing will, will be lying to you. That thing will be lying to you. That, ah, yes, you have wisdom. Ah, yes, can you see? Yeah, you, you get excited. I tell you, that thing has no power. And if that thing ever produces anything, it's temporal. It grows today, tomorrow it dies. There's an eternal life we're being called to partake. There's an eternal life that we're being called to partake. But you have to. Love the tree of life. You have to love to eat from the tree of life. You have to love to eat from the tree of life. The tree of life is not, is not, it's not attractive. It's not attractive. <laughs> it's not attractive. It's not attractive. But if you see by the Spirit, you will know that that is where the Father wants you to camp and build around the tree of life. Thank you, Father. Just be quieting in your spirit. This is a time where people get all kinds of distractions and anxieties and all kinds of things happening. You know, we, we're entering that season now. 
But this is the time to begin to speak to yourself, to become, to be, to be, to be, you know, to become. This is a time to tell your soul not to be carried away, not to be charmed, not to be distracted. There are all kinds of noises today. We're entering that season. This festive season is the most dangerous season for most Christians, particularly young Christians. And even mature Christians, you see, mature Christians, the problem is because they want to please people. Yeah. Oh, oh well, it's, it's festive time, you know. Before you know it, you start slipping into, uh, you know, the flesh. Keep your mind on the Lord. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the presence of family and the holiday. But keep your mind on the Lord. Every stage we find ourselves, there's a higher dimension of warfare. And listen to this. Whatever you think you know about warfare, I can assure you, it may just not be the accurate understanding that will allow you to win in the next reality of God's purpose. There are wars with noise and there are wars without noise. You've got to understand. You've got to keep your mind on the Lord. You've got to keep your thought on the Lord. Don't be carried away. Don't follow the bad wagon. Don't follow the opinions. Don't follow the voices of men. Don't follow the voice of commerce. Don't follow the voice of capitalism. Neither must you follow the voice of socialism. Just stay in the center and be amen, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the heart core of what the Father will have you do at every given season. You have people come to your house, you want to cook for them, cook for them. But let it be done in celebration of the ascended one. Not a child born in a manger. But in the reality, come on, this will be a time to celebrate Christ. Amen. As, as, as a coming king. As a coming king, this will be a time to talk more about the coming of the Lord. About the coming of his kingdom. Friends, the scripture says, no one knows the time or the hour. Not even the angels. And that is not some, you know, rapture message. That is a present day truth. That we've got to live our life, amen, in the reality of the moment of his coming. In fact, the scripture says those who are married should live as if they are not in the days of the reality. So you begin to see the streamlining of our purpose, of, of, you know, of, our, of, our, of our calling and of, of our priorities when it comes to the things of the spirit. That we live our life, amen, in proximity of his heartbeat. We live our life, amen, as the kingdom come. You see, the kingdom has been coming. The kingdom is coming. I mean, if you look at the nature of the days that we live in, you will know that the nearness of the kingdom, I mean, it's almost like you can feel that thing. You can feel the impact. So what, you, what do you do? Amen. In the day they say it can come any day, any time. It's like the children of Israel journeying in the wilderness. They don't know when the trumpet will sound for them to scaffold and move to the next dimension. Come on friends, we're on a journey. Don't live your life as if you have come to your permanent site. Don't live your life as if you have arrived. You have not arrived until you see him. <laughs> 
Ah, the scripture says, yes, if they were mindful of the city they came from, they came out from, they would have turned back. You see, you've got to make up your mind that you're not going back to that thing, to that city, no matter how beautiful, no matter how gorgeous it looks. There are things you have come out from, amen, that in this December, a lot of people will go back to. They'll go back to it. In this festive time, they will go back to those things. While religion is telling that, oh, he's, you know, he's, I mean, just, 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 you know, just, just apply wisdom. And listen to the voice. Keep your heart on the Lord. Study the word. Read the word. You see, what you don't love about the things of God, you never cherish. You never give time to. You see, that's just the truth. You see. You've got to surround yourself. You've got to create an atmosphere that allow you to live in that context of obedience. It's not just about the song you sing around. It's not just about the message you play around. It's not just about the Christian message you're playing. You can play a Christian message from morning till night and still be carnal as carnality. You can listen to Christian song from morning till night, amen, and still be carnal as carnality. So it's not just about that. And when I talk about your atmosphere, I'm talking about the atmosphere that govern, amen, your preference, your values, your belief system, your ideologies, amen. What, what defines the culture of your, of your existence and your spirituality? See, so that when you begin to listen to Christian song or music or whatever it is, those become an enhancer. They enhance. They don't replace. You know, a lot of people want to use Christian song to replace their spiritual duty. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. You want to use Christian song to replace, amen, your call to duty. You want to use, amen, the Bible says, they are forever hearing, they are forever listening, but they never come. It's called a form, a form of godliness. Having a form of godliness, but denying, denying the power. That is the reality of the days that we live in. We have a form of godliness. We, when people look at what we do, when they sample what they see around us, everything looks righteous. Everything looks wow. That's the ministry of the, of the, of the, of the, of the what's it called them? The Gibeonites. That's a, that's a different level of deception that even Joshua was captured. <laughs> Even Joshua, the commander of God's army, the commander of the army of the children of Israel, the Bible said they sampled what these people brought. That's a religious spirit. And you look around these people, everything looks, mm. you say, wow, this brother, mm, this sister, wow. Now, you've got to discern, you've got to discern. If you want to capture these people, you've got to discern. That's another layer of the spirit of Jezebel. There is Jezebel in the house of God. Remember, Jezebel sits in the house of God, in the temple of God. Amen? Yes. Jezebel was in the church of Titara. She's been allowed to do her thing. Yes. You don't want to allow that. You see, I'm just speaking by the spirit. I'm praying. I'm praying, friends. I'm praying. This is how we pray. You don't want Jezebel... You want to be brutal to the spirit and to the ministry of Jezebel and Ahab. You want to be brutal to yourself. 
to the things around you. You want to have eyes all around. You want to be able to monitor things by the Spirit. You want the radar of your spirit, amen, to be clear, to be sharp, to be calibrated. You want to see things. Not foggy, not seeing things, you know, not understanding, not being deceived. Have you noticed that unbelievers cannot be deceived because they are already deceived? Only those who have the truth. When you talk about deception, deception basically means that you have a sense of truth. So building and holding onto that sense of truth brings you into the place of deception because you think what you know, what you have, amen, is the McCoy, is the real thing. To protect you. But you are deceived. You see, Joshua was deceived. You see, you know, Moses was deceived. I can, begin, I can begin to tell you about men who walk with God, who got deceived. Yes, we talked about John the Baptist. He was deceived because he thought that Jesus was going to come, you know, in a particular way. Yes, he was going to come there and bust the prison door open and get him out of the prison. Yes, and save the day. But Jesus left him. And he got deceived because he allowed the enemy to begin to whisper to him. Maybe after all, maybe after all, this guy that I introduced as the son of the living God. Maybe after all, he's not the Messiah because he's not panning out. He's not, he's not, he's not responding to how you expect him to respond. You can be deceived. The man of God, Elijah, was deceived. He said, I'm the only one left. And I'm zealous, Lord, for your work, for your prophetic work in this nation. But I'm the only one left. They've killed all your prophets. That was not true. That's not true. You see, we can be deceived by a place that we found ourselves that we think, yes, we're the only one. I will never allow myself to, to be deceived to think I'm the only voice. To think, oh, Isaiah is the only one. No, 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 no. I'm just a voice. <laughs> I'm just one voice. I miss the voices of God in the earth. I'm the voice of one. One. There are so many other voices. And when I, when I meet and I see some of those voices, I recognize them. And I give cr credit and credence to them. I celebrate them. I mean, we may not walk on the same path, but I recognize them and I celebrate them. And I continue my own journey. Except the Lord says, well, I've called you two guys to walk together. You see, except the Lord called two people, two people to walk together, if they try to join themselves to themselves because, you know, they're both gifted, they're going to make a mess of the things of God. In the things of God, we've got to listen, we've got to follow, we've got to understand. Father, we thank you. We don't want to get deceived. There's a deception. I talked about <clears throat> this deception, that the more we climb the hill of the Lord, the more we journey with the Lord, the more we can get deceived. In the place of intense spiritual warfare, in the place of intense spiritual, you know, uh, uh, birthing, we can be deceived. Yes. Peter and the rest were deceived. Jesus took, you know, the, his disciple to get so many to go pray. And then he took Peter and the rest and the two others. He went further to pray. He came back one hour time. He saw them sleeping. What happened? They were deceived because they felt, well, what Jesus is going through, I'm sure he, he, can, he can handle this thing. Then why did he carry them along to go pray with him? That's what the Bible says. He took them along to go pray with him. He said, can you, can you not tarry with me for an hour? No, they got deceived to the point that, amen, the deception was manifested in spiritual slumber. Oh, Jesus. When somebody is depending on you and say, I trust you to back me up spiritually and stay with me. 
Only for the person to discover that you, you're snoring. You got deceived because you believe that, well, this person have what it takes to carry it alone, to do it alone. We can be deceived. In that heat of the moment, in that, you know, life-changing, deciding moment, Peter was nowhere to be found. He was sleeping too. The Bible says their eyes were heavy. We can be deceived, friends. So let's not allow ourselves to be captured by deception. Don't go to where the Spirit of the Lord is not leading you. Don't follow, amen. Because hey, everybody comes, oh, oh I, you know, it's all rowdy and rowdy and rowdy and noise. And, hey, hey. Then the enemy strikes. Listen to the voice of your spirit. Listen, 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 listen. The Holy Spirit doesn't do Christmas. Listen to your spirit. There are things the Lord will have you do. There are things the Lord will have you engage. Ministry doesn't end. Amen. On the 1st of December. I discover in South Africa, ministry begins to end. Once it's the 1st of December, people start winding down. There are pastors who go on holiday. And I'm not saying men of God should not go on holiday. That's not what I've said. Every man of God should have time to rest. But when everybody, amen, decides to go on holiday, it's Christmas. So everybody goes, the church closes down. It tells us that something is wrong with our ministry. It tells us that we don't understand what sacrifice means in ministry. No man of God should go on holiday amen, in Christmas time on all this period. Because that's a time you need to be praying and you need to be warring. That's a time you need to engage. Because that's a time a lot of people are vulnerable. But that's a time to stand in the gap. That's a point that I'm making. If ministry has to be convenient, then it's not a ministry. Next year, again, we're going to start our School of Ministry, a prophetic leadership school of ministry. We're going to start next year. We're going to believe God to give us better grace, better input, amen, to bring people to a new reality. Because if we have to leave the church in its present state, particularly with this level of childish, you know, uh, mindset that we see today in the body of Christ, I tell you, the next generation will have nothing, nothing to inherit. Nothing to inherit. There's too, too many presumptive ideas about the things of God. You know, the new age has invaded the church. We have replaced the things of God for the new age. For the new age. People are bringing the teachings of Buddha and, and, and Hinduism and Shintoism. They are bringing, you know, Confuci Confucianism. They are bringing Scientology. They are bringing all kinds of ungodly. They've invaded the temple of God. It's time to raise a standard, a new order of of of, of priesthood, a new order of Zadok men and women. The sons of the Rechabites must emerge. Must have a new order of people who understand what it takes. The Joshua generation must emerge. We've got to raise a new company of men and women who are ready, who understand what, 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 it, what it entails to defend. There has to be a spirit of renaissance to defend amen, the, 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 the desires of God, the will of God, the counsel of God. Faith must be preserved until he comes. He said, will the son of man find faith when he returns? Because people will be so carnal and fleshy 
and material drizzle to the point that people no longer live by faith. We already seen it in South Africa. Rather than living by faith, they rather go to the bank and borrow money. Rather than pray and believe God and, and, and enjoy the sheer, you know, you know, pleasure of praying and waiting and seeing God come through. Uh -uh. We rather go to the bank. So faith is systematically being destroyed in this nation. Particularly in all society where, you know, credits, you know, uh, you know, the concept of credits, you know, is being promoted. And I'm not saying we need credit, yes, particularly for those who are into business. But you don't get credit for buying personal things. You buy food in credit, you buy clothes in credit, you buy shoes in credit, you buy cars in credit. I told people when I was in Nigeria, I did not buy my car in credit, I bought it cash, cash cash why because i prayed because god answered my prayer because god listened who says amen the god who, who answers that kind of prayer cannot answer our prayer and if it's not coming then you wait we have to learn the power of restraint we have to know how to constrain ourselves you have to learn how to zip that thing you have to learn how to keep that money and don't spend it because it's christmas keep it if you don't know how to keep it give it to me I'll keep it for you. I won't spend it. I'll keep it for you. That's the day we live in, friends. Don't be captured by the spirit of the age. Refuse it. You have to hate that spirit. You have to, you have to hate it. David says, do I not hate them who hate you? Do I not hate them with a passion? That scripture changed my life. Now struggling with all kinds of habits. That scripture changed my, he said, do I not hate them who hate you? Do I not hate them with a the passion? Then I realized I hate certain things, but I don't hate them with a the passion. I said, Lord, help me. Give me, give me the, the hatred. Give me the kind of passion to hate the things that you hate. And suddenly I began to realize, wow, this thing works. Yes, it works. Until you, until you come to a point in your walk with God where you begin to say, this thing, I hate you. Until that thing knows, amen, that you, you see, we're not allowed to hate people, but you can hate things. In the kingdom, we don't hate people, but we hate things. There are things we must hate. So that those things, have you noticed, have you noticed that only the things that you love in the flesh that destroy you, the things you don't love in the flesh don't, can, has no power over you. That's no power over you. You can't wake me up tomorrow and say, uh, Isaiah, uh, here, here's a bottle of um, um, beer. Here's a, here's a stick of cigarette. It's a, which devil spoke to you? <laughs> you understand the point that I'm making? You have to hate those things. You, you have to hate the world system. Not the people of the world, the world system. There's a world system there that capitalizes on your ignorance. It wants to destroy you. You hate, you hate it. <laughs> so when you're walking down the road, you're walking down the street, amen, you, you're seeing things and those things are calling you, you know, calling you. You say, no, 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 sorry. It doesn't work like that. I buy what will advance my purpose in God. I buy that which will advance my walk with God. That which will build, that which will encourage, that which will add value, yes, to my life, to my world. That's what I invest in. I don't buy gratification. I don't buy what will just minister to my gratification. 
I don't I don't buy things, alright, that is just to you know to prove a point. You know, want to prove a point to other people, you want to prove a point to your neighbor. You want to ah, come on, leave that childish thing. God has not committed his resource into your hand for you to prove a point. If you ever need to prove a point to anybody, amen. Make sure they're proving that point to Satan. Because it's Satan that comes. If you're the son of God, it's Satan. Listen to this. It's Satan that comes to challenge your identity. If you're the son of God, turn the bread to wine. Excuse me, turn the bread. Turn the stone to, you know, to bread. Yes, yeah, Satan. He's the one that challenges our identity. If you ever find people around you fighting, challenging your, your position, your authority, your identity, it's just a Satan expressing itself on what you do. Your battle is not flesh and blood. You deal with that, the spirit behind that thing. Sometimes you just need to ignore them. That's enough. Father, we thank you. We honor your name this morning. We glorify you. What a time to pray. What, what a way to pray this morning. It's, it, it's new every day. The directions and the leading of the Spirit is new every day. You know, I, I, just before I began to pray, I said to the Lord, Father, I'm ready. I want you to guide me. I want you to teach me. I want you to lead me on how to pray this morning. I don't want to just follow my own way, do my own thing. All right? I'm trusting in you. I'm depending on you. I'm, I'm hoping on you. Holy Spirit, guide me. Just open your mouth and just start praying. And for one hour plus, we've been praying. We've been praying. Thank you so much, everyone, this morning. I really appreciate the fact that we can speak to, to the Father, that we can talk to Him, that we can you know, relate to His desire, His heartbeat. I believe that this morning, once again, the Father has allowed us to understand you know, the, 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 the ways of His Spirit. And to me, that satisfies, that gives me you know, fulfillment and, 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 and joy. I'll pray for you this morning that the Lord will continue to build you and, and, and open new doors and new realities within within your spirit that your spirit that is like a river will begin to flow out into into realms into places into you know you know dimensions that will allow you to have a higher and a deeper connection with the father that you will not be satisfied with where you are. No, but that there will be a passion. There will be a hunger. That there will be a yearning deep within your heart. Crying. Crying for more of him. Not just crying for a Jesus you don't know. That No, you want to experience him. You want to know him. You really want to know him. Amen. From his resurrected, ascended life. There's a Jesus that we know that, you know, they preach to us, Jesus of Nazareth, you know. But there's a Jesus Christ that is an ascended life, amen, in this Christ that we want to experience. It changes, changes everything about our life. It changes our perspective. You see, you begin to see yourself grow when perspectives start changing. And I pray this morning that the Father will continue to engage your sight, that your faith will become redefined you know re-energized reboost that you will come to a new day where your 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 spirit is recalibrated yes that you have you know a more excellent way of interacting with the things of the spirit that your life amen will, 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 will capture the essence of life that you don't just live life here but you live the zoe you don't live life based on your suke you live amen in the order of the heavenly man there is a man of the earth, and there is a man from heaven. Christ 
may be shaped and be formed in you this morning. May you see the Father in glory. May his beauty, may his love, may his righteousness become your shield, become your, your buckler. May you be crowned in the righteousness of the ascended Christ. May you be reclothed, yes, in the garment of humility. May your life, yes, be washed and drained with with the blood, with, with, with the oil, yes, with the oil of the Spirit. With the oil of the Spirit. Yes, the blood already washed us. The blood already gave us a place and a covenant with the Father. He died for us. And that blood is ever covering us. You're not alone. You're not alone. You may feel alone, but you're not alone. You're covered. And as you go this morning, go in the reality of the presence of God, the goodness of God. Amen. Go out there. Let the word of God minister life to you. Let the word of God be what leads you out. Let the word be what guides you through the day. Let the word of God be what brings you back home. Live your life in the ambience of joy. Live your life within the reality, yes, of the presence of, of Christ. You see, if you don't talk to him, you won't know he's there. So you have to, you have to initiate the conversation. Alright, if, if you didn't hear my son, my daughter, alright, say, how are you doing this morning, my Lord? How are you this morning? I thank you. I appreciate you. Come on, strike the conversation with him. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. Let him, let him, let him minister to you. Come on, be crazy in love with him this morning. Say, God, what would you have me do this morning? Who would you have me pray for? Who would you have me bless? What can I do? What can, I, what can I do to advance your will, your plan, your purpose this morning? How can I be part of the movement of your intentions in the earth? Show me. Lead me. Which nation would you want me to pray for? And then God says, pray for Finland. He said, thank you for Finland, Lord. I thank you for your plans and your purpose in that nation. Thank you for what your spirit is doing there. God can say, oh, pray for Australia. Oh, Father, Lord, I thank you for Australia. Thank you for the government. Thank you, Father, for the, your church in Australia. I bind the hearts of the people to you. God can say, pray for China. You see, you start praying. You start de declaring and decreeing things. May the Chinese government come to know that Christ is Lord. May they come to bow the knees to the Lordship of Christ. Reveal yourself. If you, if you reveal yourself to kings and to, and to, and to, and to great empire. This is the nation that is growing to become an empire. But Father Lord, we pray that you will reveal yourself, amen, to the nation, to the people, to Xi Jinping. Yes, you will, you will bat your will and purpose in his heart. God can say, pray for the president of America. You start praying for him. You see, just flow as a river. Just flow. Just let his spirit guide you. Just let his spirit guide you. And love the word. Let the word of God be what motivates your prayer life. Let the word be what guides your prayer life. Amen. You see, when we pray like this, you don't watch time. Then it's not, oh, I prayed one hour. No, it's a conversation. It's an ever, uh, ever ending. And it's, 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 it's an ever unending prayer. You, it, it just flows. You pick, you, pick, you pick up from where you stopped last week. Yes. Father speaks to you two days ago, and today he continues the conversation. And then he may, he may pick the conversation, amen, next year. You see, it's one chain of the Spirit flowing. It's flowing. It's flowing. 
and flowing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your people. Thank you for what you're doing in our life. Thank you, Lord, that in our weakness we receive strength. We receive strength. We receive strength. Thank you, Lord, that you bring healing to your people. Wherever they need healing this morning, I minister healing to you. Emotional healing. Yes. Mental healing. Psychological healing. In the name of Jesus. Healing. Healing in your life. Healing in your mind. In your thoughts. Yes. Healing of identity. Yes. Your identity has been shattered. I bring healing there. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Healing in your sight. Receive healing. Re healing in your ability to hear accurately. Receive healing. In the name of Jesus. Healing of your heart. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. Yes. We shall say to this mountain. Amen. Faith be removed and be cast yonder. And it shall be so. It shall be done. So I thank you, Father, this morning that you speak in life, healing to your people in every area that they need healing this morning. I just speak that in my spirit. Receive healing for your home, for your, for your, for your business, yes, for your loved ones, yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, you've got a loved one in the hospital. Father, we release the healing power of God into that person's life in the name of Jesus. We proclaim the healing of God. We proclaim the healing, the healing virtue, the healing virtue of God in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We come against the spirit of insanity. We thank you, Lord, this morning for divine healing. In Jesus' name, yes, yes, migraine headache. In the name of Jesus, be gone. Receive healing. In the name of Jesus, receive healing. Yes, you will not have an attack of the enemy again. In the name of Jesus, I declare right now that, that power of hell is banished. Yes, in the name of Jesus, back pain, back pain. In the name of Jesus, receive healing. In the name of Jesus, and yes, is a back pain. Receive healing there. In the name of Jesus, the healing virtue of God flow into your back. Yes, it's like in your spinal cord. In the name of Jesus, just receive the, the healing power of God. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Receive healing. Yes, yes. In your mind, in your thoughts, in the way you think, in the way you see things, understanding. In the name of Jesus, chronic, chronic, chronic dysfunctional identity that's the word i pick in my spirit chronic dysfunctional identity father we thank you right now that you begin to address yes that area we come against the lie of the enemy we come against wrong identity wrong beliefs yes in the name of jesus the wrong beliefs that you have accept that has become part of your belief system but they are wrong i command them right now to be shattered in jesus name begin to see yourself in the light of christ begin to see yourself in the light of truth begin to see yourself in the light of the image yes of your prophetic identity in christ receive healing there in jesus name father we thank you we give you glory and honor we bless your name yes in the name of jesus yes i pray for your mom i receive healing for your mom your mom i just speak that in my spirit i don't know who you are but i receive a word in the name of jesus for your mom say pray for your mom i thank you right now father i, I agree with this person i thank you lord yes in the name of jesus this this sickness is not unto death fear is not part of your life in jesus name we receive healing for your mom yes in jesus name she receives strength she receives life she receives grace vitality receive it in jesus name amen amen father we bless your name we glorify you thank you father this morning for answering our prayer thank you for the life of your people thank you thank you 
May this river, may this stream just go, go out there, oh God, and touch every life, touch every home, touch the church, awaken the people, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Bring us to a place of divine awareness. Wake us up, oh God, that we may embrace the process of your intention for this brand new day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, we've come to the end of this morning devotion. I tell you, this is a prayer you want to listen to again and again and again. So hopefully by 9 o'clock, you should have the, um, the audio to be downloaded. If you want to download it or to listen to it or you want to send it to somebody, but do something with it. Don't let these words, amen, waste because these are words flowing from Emmanuel's vein. These are words coming from the throne of God. Let this word that are filled with life and power change you change your life amen release it into your atmosphere so do that amen you can listen to the word amen on our various uh, platforms uh, spotify itunes um, google podcast and some few others out there right and uh, of course on an anchor you can do that so let the word of god continue to minister to you don't forget the things that we have said this morning don't forget what the father has highlighted and emphasized particularly to you while i'm praying i know because that's how god works while you're praying while we're ministering amen god will alight certain things in your own spirit those are the things you need to hold on to because those are the things that is going to take you to the next level as you walk in obedience so thank you so much everyone this morning thank you sister miriam for connecting amen i appreciate it thank you sister tina amen thank you sister dioni Thank you, Sister Zeline. It's been a while. Thank you so much for connecting with me this morning. Amen. I hope I, I hope I pronounce your name properly. Amen. Zeline. All right. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And who else again? All right. And any other person that will be connected with us this morning? Abigail. Oh, thank you so much for connecting. It's been a while too. Appreciate it. Amen. Please, guys, uh, uh, it's like uh, today is just a sister's day. Uh, all, all I see here are sisters. Thank you, all, guys, uh, everyone. Please go and uh, listen to this uh, um, prayer points this morning. Again, I believe God has spoken to us. May your day be filled with blessing. May your day be filled with favor. May your day be filled with joy. May the Lord continue to guide you. May he continue to cause his face to shine upon you. May he give you rest and peace in all your ways. God bless you. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye.